0: second episode of my podcast. I'm so excited because my first guest is not only one of my very closest friends, but she's also just a badass woman. She's a registered dietitian. She owns her own healthy meal delivery service called The Blonde Pantry. She recently had a boob job, which we will talk about later on in the episode, and she's just an all-around awesome bu- businesswoman and just a great great person inside and out. She's a ball of energy in this little tiny waist, but then really big boobs now. So, her <laughs> My name is Marla Murphy of The Blonde Pantry. Hi, Marla.
1: Hey, I'm so excited to be your first podcast guest. I'm so
0: excited. It's going to be a very fun episode. We're going to talk about a variety of things. Marla, first, I want everyone to know a little bit more about you. So, what is your story? What's your deal?
1: So I'm originally from here in Houston, and I was really athletic growing up. I did cheerleading and volleyball and softball, and I just never knew how to like eat healthy during any of those activities. You know, I'd go to cheerleading pra- competitive cheerleading practice for three hours, and I would come home and, you know, wanna eat like Diet Coke, wheat thins, and you know, fat-free cream cheese. I just could never figure it out, and are I you never... saying there's something
0: wrong with Diet Coke?
1: <laughs> no, really. <laughs> no, um, but back then I just, I really had no clue. And there was an older cheerleader that I really looked up to and she went off to college for nutrition. And the second I heard that that's what she was doing, I was like, that is it. I had no clue there was a thing as nutrition school or being a dietitian or anything like that. And I've always wanted to help people. So the second I found out that there was a thing called a dietitian and that you got to go and educate people, it was just. Signed me up it was like the most perfect wow so
0: how me. old were you when you met this cheerleader or when you realized this is what you wanted to do
1: when I realized it was what I wanted to do I was probably about 16 wow so you knew
0: from that point on that's yeah. what it was gonna it was be. just
1: like uh all the lights went on and this is exactly like my moment this is like what I need to. and you doing.
0: feel now like this is what you were meant to do like oh, you're yeah. 100% I passionate I have no about
1: it. clue what else I would ever be good at that's this amazing is a, like this is all I'm good at is food <laughs> <laughs> So
0: I have a question from all the clients you've seen and all the patients and people you've dealt with. What would you say is the number one across the board, most common, I guess, issue, if you will, that people are wanting to work on?
1: So this is one of my favorite questions oh. to be asked because I think that no one would expect my answer because I didn't expect my answer when I first started out through the five, six years I've done school. Um, Seeing private clients, the biggest thing that I see is a lot of people skip meals. And a lot of people, even when I worked at bariatrics when I first started out, a lot of the people that were going through the process of having to meet me to get bariatric surgery, the number one thing was a lot of them were only eating one meal a day. and Because they
0: just didn't want to eat anything else? They didn't have time or they thought that's how you lose weight? Or... I think
1: a little bit of everything, it was a habit that they created. So at night they'd usually have this ridiculously large meal. Meal and then go to sleep right after so it slows down your metabolism you wake up you're not hungry really because you had this ginormous meal and went to sleep then you go to work you get home about five you're super exhausted and all you know is you're starving so you just eat whatever right and it's not really a thought-out meal um And also that's not good for your metabolism either. So you're slowing down your metabolism. So that was probably my biggest like aha moment was you have to eat throughout the day and one meal a day does not work.
0: So when you say eat throughout the day, is it like I've heard many times six small meals or is it still like three meals and then a couple snacks if you want? Like what is your recommendation?
1: So I think it depends on your goals. Three small meals a day for the average adult I find is very hard to do with busy work schedules and meal prepping and everyone's on the move now. So I kind of find six hard, six meals very hard to do. So I prefer three meals a day and then one or two snacks as needed depending on that person's activity level or weight loss goals. Um, all those things kind of play into how many snacks you get to add back to your diet. Got it,
0: got it. And so this is one thing that I feel like any age I've been, when I've talked to someone, it doesn't matter their age, they could be in their 60s or in their 30s. I just need to lose 10 pounds. Like that's what I hear. Like when I'm just talking to friends and we're talking about weight loss and all of that. So how do you fucking lose the last 10 pounds? (laughs) Like this last 10 pounds, I feel like is this like this like thing, this like devil in your mind Mm -hmm. and it just won't go away.
1: Well, the last 10 pounds are hard because society's idea of where we should be versus where you should actually be healthy is very different. You know, everyone wants to be stick thin, right? So the last 10 pounds is a lot of times an unrealistic goal for people because that's not where body would naturally fall according to their lifestyle so the last 10 pounds really come from cutting out the wine cutting well, out. i'm not the, doing that exactly <laughs> cutting out the excess bread you know bumping up your exercises mm-hmm. um Really, really being super strict about your diet, that's where those
0: last 10 pounds will come off. So when people are always like, I just can't lose the last 10, it's because there's they're still like extra they need to do. Right. That there's might like be hard for them to do. one or
1: two little things. And it could be, you know, if you're drinking two or three glasses of wine every night. Yeah. What are you saying? I am? <laughs> if you are. But does it mean just, just, just like general? cut down to one glass exactly. of wine or none? I think you would start with just cutting down to like one glass of wine and then seeing how your body reacts from there Um, a lot of as
0: I'm drinking wine exactly because of course we're drinking wine
1: (laughs) (laughs) but of course you know I think everyone's just a little bit different so somebody might be able to get away with two glasses of wine per night but most people it's usually about one glass three times a week is more the recommendation who would do that (laughs) Julie come on now (laughs) okay so that's the last 10 pounds thing okay so
0: my other thing and what I love about Marla is that she's which she even calls herself this, the anti dietitian, right? Like yeah. the anti dietitian, because of course she's a registered dietitian. She went through all the schooling. She's brilliant in that whole arena, but she's keeps it real. And that's obviously why we get along so well, but we will go to Relish, which is a restaurant here in Houston, and she will get the grilled cheese. I've seen her eat the whole grilled cheese. So how do you, is it really just all about balance? Like you might have the grilled cheese on Tuesday and you won't, you'll eat pretty healthy the rest of the week or what's the deal?
1: Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of times when I go out to eat with Friends or family, or whatever it may be, I know that I'm kind of having more fun with my food. I'm not going to be OCD unless I'm doing that a lot. So I usually pick at the beginning of the week two times that I'm going to kind of have a little bit of fun with my meals, and that'll be kind of pre planned. So I know if you and I are going to get lunch and I end up, say, eating my favorite girl cheese at Relish, <laughs> then that's pre scheduled into my week. And I don't want to say pre scheduled, as in you have to be so OCD, but it's just kind of giving an overview and being very aware of scheduling and where you're having fun that week and where you can kind of make up for it with maybe your kale salad or your grilled right. chicken and vegetables later on. So
0: so and like we were talking about a little bit ago, you so Marla went to dinner at a Mexican restaurant last night and you said you thought about your meal prior to going. Like yes. rather than looking through the menu, because of course Mexican restaurants typically have a hundred things on it, you knew your options and you went with maybe the healthier route because you knew you would have been drinking. Or, so you just kind of plan ahead. Yeah, exactly. As much as you can. Right, right, right. Okay, got it. Now, my trainer that I used to have, I don't see him anymore. And if he's listening, I hope he doesn't take offense to this. <laughs> but I'm wondering if he's correct. He used to always say to me, abs are made in the kitchen. I guess meaning that it's really like the 90% of it is about what you eat. Is that true?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: So sure. like we don't need to work out.
1: We do need to work out. There are obviously benefits to working out mental, you know, benefits, physical benefits, changing your body shape, benefits, your cardiovascular activity, all that good stuff about working out. So, I don't want to sound like I'm not encouraging exercise. Okay. But when people need a place to start and they're really overwhelmed and they can only focus on one thing, that's when I say focus on your food first. Get a healthy meal plan, get a healthy lifestyle going in your kitchen first. And then maybe three weeks and you can start adding your cardiovascular activity and exercises. Okay. So
0: even if you're eating like shit every day, all day and you work out a lot, it doesn't matter.
1: Right. You can't out train a bad diet. No matter what. Absolutely. No. I mean, because on average for every mile that you walk or run, and this is very variable depending on the person and your body, but for the average human, every mile you walk or run, you burn roughly a hundred calories. Really? Really?
0: Yeah, so it's a very small amount. So So the machines at the gym lie. Because when I do the elliptical, and sometimes it says like two and a half or what would it like two and a half miles I'm not burning 250 calories
1: yeah you would be so are you
0: then the machine doesn't say that
1: right right okay because you probably don't go in and calibrate it correctly okay okay you know, with I,
0: my weight and exactly. all that
1: okay so um that's kind of just a, a little marker that I give myself to know okay I'm gonna go run two miles today on average that's about 200 calories I can't go sit down and eat a cheeseburger and french fries that is not going to Got burn it. off what I'm eating so, so you don't, do don't need think to like mindful. that Exactly.
0: Okay, okay. So what would you say, like obviously it's the beginning of the year, everyone's like, oh, let's go back to the gym and let's lose weight and it's all about like diet and fitness and all of that. What, how do you get motivated? Like what if someone's just like, for some reason, like they just can't do it. Like they can't just, they can't start eating healthier. What's, how do you motivate them? I
1: think you have to start by the person actually wanting to, you know, I think that that's the biggest difference I see in my successful patients versus my unsuccessful patients is the ones who actually really want to do this. We'll find a way to do it. No matter what. Exactly. Having an accountability partner, Mm -hmm. having a friend that they text message, you know, having a, a spouse or a partner that they go grocery shopping with and meal planning with. If you have a goal in mind and you want to accomplish it, anyone can do anything. So it's really, it just comes down to really wanting it in the beginning and then once you're three months in and it's kind of hard and your, you know, momentum and your motivation is lacking, that's where those good habits that you've already set come into play.
0: Got it. Got it. Okay, interesting. Now, we could talk about nutrition all day but I kind of want to (laughs) get to something a little more exciting and that is Marla's boob job. (laughs) So I know you might be thinking, Julie, she might not want you you talking about her boob job. Well the truth of the matter is she's actually very open about her boob job. (laughs) She had wanted it for seven years. Had you Uh, wanted it for I don't know,
1: maybe my whole life. Or maybe her whole life. So almost At least by the time I was like eighteen. Okay, so she's
0: wanted it for a long time and she just did it four months ago. Yes. Well it's funny actually, so Marla and I and any time we're out and we talk about the boobs, which is pretty much every time we're out, we talk about it. Like, you know how babies have their like six week birthday and like four month this and you like first count by the weeks and then the months. So we kind of celebrate Marla's boob job. So right now it's the four month birthday of the boobs. Happy birthday. <laughs> so, okay. Tell the people. And by the people, I mean the listeners. Okay. The, the Your people, followers. My followers. So tell everyone. Um, okay. Why did you want a boob job?
1: I have always wanted one. I mean, ever since... it's ever since I can really remember thinking whether or not I wanted one I'm a petite frame but I'm also I have curves and I have muscle and I'm very toned and I have just always felt like I would be a little bit more happy Mm -hmm. more comfortable with the way my body would look if I was a little bit, had a little bit more chest to me. Got it. Truthfully. So you've always felt
0: that way. I mean. Always felt that way. Always. So what made you decide to finally do it? Well, or what was holding you back? Uh,
1: you know, I think going through school, exercising, you know, being very active, um, finances, all those things kind of played a part. I wanted to travel. I wanted to get my business off up and running. So there was a lot of other things that I wanted to accomplish. And then recently this past year, I just kind of got to a place where it was like, this, now or never, like, this is a great time to do it, and, you know, I, I'm 28 now, so I felt like it was, I'm making a mature decision as an adult. Obviously, this is not a craving that was going to be going away, so I just decided, like, let's go for it.
0: And you best decision you ever made?
1: Oh, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I made pretty good decisions <laughs> in my
0: life. But, but as, a really good decision. <laughs> yeah,
1: as far as, like, there are zero regrets. Okay. It was way easier than I thought it would be, um, and yeah, I would do it and again. And you're happy absolutely
0: so did you get any backlash on it you know whether from family or friends or anyone or was everyone super supportive I
1: actually thought I would um, and I was kind of nervous to like hear what people would maybe say about it but truthfully it's amazing all of my female friends all of my relatives everyone has been so supportive about it and I don't know if it's my personality it's kind of like larger than life and maybe people <laughs> and just, you're open
0: about it yeah, and obviously you know, and
1: and I it is a decision that I made that I'm like will to live with so I kind of don't care good or bad what people have right. to think about it but um, I, everything has been super positive. That's amazing. Yeah. So what
0: advice would you give to someone because you know I've talked to friends before in terms of cosmetic surgery and you know um, whether it's a nose job or a chin job or a boob job whatever it are is you're just obviously like go for it. I mean don't yes let anyone and stop no. You.
1: I think you have to figure out like what is the core root problem as to like why you want it. Right. You know if you're just vain and like adding a bunch of things to your body that's unnecessary I mean I don't necessarily agree with that but right. for me like I noticed my boobs more when I didn't have them now than now like now that I have them I feel like this is what I was this is to what, exactly like. Like, I don't notice them but back then I was like way more insecure about it and I wasn't happy with that one area of my life Got it wasn't it. like I was getting a boob job to deflect for something else right, that was right. going on so I think having like a healthy reason and being very like sure that that is your decision and that's what you want to make is like how you should go about it so
0: don't just like make the decision and do it the next day right think about it for 18 years don't just
1: be like oh i had a bad breakup i'm gonna get a (laughs) boob job
0: type of thing okay so we won't do that okay so now tell Everyone. Um, what, tell, just speak a little bit the Blonde Pantry. I know he said it's a healthy meal delivery service, but tell a little bit more about it.
1: Yeah, so I kind of felt like there was a hole in the market where no one's doing, you know, locally sourced, organic, um, really thought out recipes. And um, so that's what we do. We offer meal kits and they come paleo friendly, uh, whole 30 friendly, gluten and dairy free. So pretty much anyone's diet can fit it. And um, we, are in our own kitchen we source everything locally make all of our sauces everything comes washed prepped chopped just all you have to do is saute them or bake them um and it only takes you about 10 minutes and one dish to clean up you don't have a bunch of right. like cutting boards or anything like that and this is these are meals that i eat all the time
0: right yeah because i i know firsthand that she if i you know we're talking or if you follow her on instagram she eats these she doesn't just preach it but she actually does it so right. they're really good I've i had
1: like it saves me money that (laughs) I have the company because you know I can just yeah I want to eat
0: this this week like personally my favorite thing of hers are the black bean brownies so (laughs) if you go on her website you can uh order those so do you ship uh outside of Houston what's your how does it work yet okay so
1: currently it's delivery um you can go to our website type in your zip code and it'll tell you if we deliver there or not everywhere in Houston we pretty much deliver to and places like Clear Lake um Friendswood area but we will be shipping within the the next couple of months so, oh couple months okay yeah. so
0: i was that was leading to my next question what's next for the blonde pantry
1: that that, that is my biggest goal you know, so a 2018. couple months 18 okay yeah just trying to figure out all the logistics
0: yes and all that good stuff. amazing marlo is very sweet to offer a discount code yes. and i think the code is no filter
1: Yes. Yes. No so filter. the code
0: is no filter. And what will they get?
1: 20% off amazing. Of your order.
0: Yes. That's amazing. So anyone that lives in the Houston area, go on the website. It's theblondpantry.com and type in, I guess, at checkout, they yes. type in no filter.
1: And that's good for like our nutrition classes and things like that. Oh, too, perfect.
0: So. Okay. And if you want to follow Marla on Instagram, it's at theblondpantry. And um, yes, and her website is theblondpantry.com. And it's no filter because that's what this show's about, exactly. right? Exactly. So Oh, anyway we're gonna wrap up but I hope you enjoyed the first guest on my podcast thank you so much for being here Marla
1: thank you for having me I feel so honored to be here like no, no I'm no, honored to know. have you
0: <laughs> we're gonna go drink more wine and then I don't know some we have been known to get into trouble a time or two so um we're gonna go do that but anyway thank you so much for listening and I will be back very soon